are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. The Sapphire Planet. Jupiter is the fifth planet from the Sun and the largest planet in the solar system. It is a gas giant with mass of one thousandth of that of the sun but it is two and a half times the mass of all the other planets in the solar system combined Jupiter is classified as a gas giant along with Saturn Uranus and Neptune together These four planets are sometimes referred to as the Jovian, or outer planets. The planet was known by astronomers of ancient times and was associated with the mythology and religious beliefs of many cultures. The Romans named the planet after the Roman god Jupiter. When viewed from Earth, Jupiter can reach an apparent magnitude of minus 2.94, making it on average the third brightest object in the night sky after the Moon and Venus. Jupiter is primarily composed of hydrogen, with a quarter of its mass being helium. Although helium only comprises about a tenth of the number of molecules, it may also have a rocky core of heavier elements. But like the other gas giants, Jupiter lacks a well-defined solid surface. Because of its rapid rotation, 
The planet's shape is that of an oblate spheroid. It possesses a slight but noticeable bulge around the equator. The outer atmosphere is visibly segregated into several bands at different latitudes, resulting in turbulence and storms along their interacting boundaries. A prominent result is the Great Red Spot, a giant storm that is known to have existed since at least the 17th century, when it was first seen by telescope. Surrounding Jupiter is a faint planetary ring system and a powerful magnetosphere. There are also at least 67 moons, including the four large moons called the Galilean moons, that were first discovered by Galileo Galilei in the year 1610. Ganymede, the largest of these moons, has a diameter greater than that of the planet Mercury. Jupiter has been explored on several occasions by robotic spacecraft, most notably during the early Pioneer and Voyager flyby missions, and later by the Galileo Orbiter. The most recent probe to visit Jupiter was the Pluto-bound New Horizons spacecraft in late February 2007. The probe used the gravity from Jupiter to increase its speed. Future targets for exploration in the Jovian system include the possible ice-covered liquid ocean on the moon Europa. Jupiter is composed primarily of gaseous and liquid matter. It is the largest of four gas giants, as well as the largest planet in the solar system, with a diameter of 143,000 kilometers, or 89,000 miles. The density of Jupiter is 1.326 grams per cubic centimeter, is the second highest of the gas giants, but lower than for any of the four terrestrial planets. Jupiter's upper atmosphere is composed about 88 to 92 percent hydrogen and 8 to 12 percent helium by percent volume or fraction of gas molecules. Since a helium atom has about four times as much mass as a hydrogen atom, the composition changes when described 
as the proportion of mass contributed by different atoms. Thus, the atmosphere is approximately 75% hydrogen and 24% helium by mass, with the remaining 1% of the mass consisting of other elements. The interior contains denser materials such that the distribution is roughly 71% hydrogen, 24% helium, and 5% other elements by mass. The atmosphere contains trace amounts of methane, water vapor, ammonia, and silicon-based compounds. There are also traces of carbon, ethane, hydrogen sulfide, neon, oxygen, phosphine, and sulfur. The outermost layer of the atmosphere contains crystals of frozen ammonia. Through infrared and ultraviolet measurements, trace amounts of benzene and other hydrocarbons have also been found. The atmospheric portion of hydrogen and helium are very close to the theoretical composition of the primordial solar nebula. Neon in the upper atmosphere only consists of 20 parts per million by mass, which is about a tenth as abundant as the sun. Helium is also depleted. although only to about 80% of the sun's helium composition. This depletion is a result of precipitation of these elements into the interior of the planet and because the sun is producing helium by fusion. Abundances of heavier inert gases in Jupiter's atmosphere are about two to three times that of the sun. Based on spectroscopy, Saturn is thought to be similar in composition to Jupiter, but the other gas giants, Uranus and Neptune, have relatively much less hydrogen and helium. Because of the lack of atmospheric entry probes, high-quality abundance numbers of the heavier elements are lacking for the outer planets beyond Jupiter. Jupiter's diameter is one order of magnitude smaller than the Sun and one order of magnitude larger than the Earth. The great red spot is roughly the same size as the circumference of the Earth. Jupiter's mass is two and a half times that of all the other planets in the solar system combined. This is so massive that its barycenter with the Sun lies above the Sun's surface 
of 1.068 solar radii from the sun's center. Although this planet dwarfs the Earth with a diameter 11 times as great, it is considerably less dense. Jupiter's volume is such that it can hold about 1,321 Earths inside of it. Yet, the planet Jupiter is only 318 times as massive as Earth. Jupiter's radius is about one-tenth the radius of the Sun. And a mass is 0.001 times the mass of the Sun. A Jupiter mass is often used as a unit to describe masses of other objects, particularly extrasolar planets and brown dwarfs. So, for example, the extrasolar planet HD 209458b has a mass of 0.69 Jupiter mass while Kappa Andromeda B has a mass of 12.8 Jupiter mass. Theoretical models indicate that if Jupiter had much more mass than it does at present, the planet would shrink. For small changes in mass, the radius would not change appreciably and above about 500 Jupiter masses, the interior would become so much more compressed under the increased gravitational force that the planet's volume would decrease despite the increasing amount of matter. As a result, Jupiter is thought to have about as large a diameter as a planet of its composition an evolutionary history can achieve. The process of further shrinkage with increasing mass would continue until appreciable stellar ignition is achieved as in high-mass brown dwarfs at around 50 Jupiter masses. Although Jupiter would need to be about seven times as massive to fuse hydrogen and become a star. The smallest red dwarf is only about 30% larger in radius than Jupiter. Despite this, Jupiter still radiates more heat than it receives from the sun. The amount of heat produced inside the planet is similar to the total solar radiation it receives. This additional heat radiation is generated by the Kelvin-Helmholtz mechanism through contraction. This process results in the planet Jupiter shrinking by about two centimeters each year. When it was first formed, Jupiter was much hotter and about twice its current diameter.
Jupiter is thought to consist of a dense core with a mixture of elements, a surrounding layer of liquid metallic hydrogen with some helium, and an outer layer predominantly of molecular hydrogen. Beyond this basic outline, there is still considerable uncertainty. The core is often described as rocky, but its detailed composition is unknown, as are the properties of materials at the temperature and pressures of those depths. In 1997, the existence of the core was suggested by gravitational measurements, indicating a mass from 12 to 45 times the Earth's mass, or roughly 4 to 14 percent of the total mass of Jupiter. The presence of a core during at least part of Jupiter's history is suggested by models of planetary formation involving initial formation of a rocky or icy core that is massive enough to collect its bulk of its hydrogen and helium from the protosolar nebula. Assuming the core did exist, it may have shrunk as convection currents of hot liquid metallic hydrogen mixed with the molten core and carried its contents to higher levels in the planetary interior. A core may now be entirely absent because gravitational measurements are not yet precise enough to rule that possibility out entirely. The uncertainty of the models is tied to the error margin in the measured parameters. One of the rotational coefficients used to describe the planet's gravitational movement, Jupiter's equatorial radius, and its temperature at one bar pressure. The Juno mission, which launched in August 2011, is expected to better constrain the values of these parameters and thereby make progress on the problem of the core. The core region is surrounded by dense metallic hydrogen, which extends outward to about 78% of the radius of the planet. Rain-like droplets of helium and neon participate downward through this layer depleting the abundance of these elements in the upper atmosphere. Above the layer of metallic hydrogen lies a transparent interior atmosphere of hydrogen. At this depth, the temperature is above the critical temperature, which for hydrogen is only 33 degrees Kelvin. In this state, there are no distinct liquid and gas phases. Hydrogen is said to be in a supercritical fluid state. It is convenient to treat hydrogen as gas in the upper layer extending downward 
from the cloud layer to a depth of about a thousand kilometers. And as liquid in deeper layers, physically, there is no clear boundary. And the gas smoothly becomes hotter and denser as one descends. The temperature and pressure inside Jupiter increases steadily toward the core. At the surface, pressure levels of 10 bars, the temperature is around 340 degrees Kelvin. At the phase transition region where hydrogen, heated beyond its critical point, becomes metallic, it is believed the temperature is 10,000 degrees Kelvin and the pressure is 200 gigapascals. The temperature at the core boundary is estimated to be 36,000 kelvins and the interior pressure roughly 3,000 to 4,500 gigapascals. Jupiter has the largest planetary atmosphere in the solar system, spanning over 5,000 kilometers, or 3,100 miles in altitude. As Jupiter has no surface, the base of its atmosphere is usually considered to be the point at which atmospheric pressure equals 10 bar or 1 megapascal or 10 times the surface pressure on Earth. Jupiter is perpetually covered with clouds composed of ammonia crystals and a possibly ammonium hydrosulfide the clouds are located in the tropopause and are arranged in bands of different latitudes, known as tropical regions. These are subdivided into lighter-hued zones and darker belts. The interaction of these conflicting circular patterns causes storms and turbulence. Wind speeds of up to 100 meters per second or 360 kilometers per hour are common in zonal jets. The zones have been observed to vary in width, color, and intensity from year to year, but they have remained sufficiently stable for astronomers to give them identifying designations. The cloud layer is only about 50 kilometers or 31 miles deep and consists of at least two decks of clouds, a thick lower deck and a thin clearer region. There may also be a thin layer of water clouds underlying the ammonia layer as evidenced by flashing of lightning detected in the atmosphere of Jupiter. This is caused by water's polarity, which makes it capable of creating the charge separation needed 
to produce lightning. These electrical discharges can be up to a thousand times as powerful as lightning on Earth. The water clouds can form thunderstorm-driven by the heat rising from the interior. The orange and brown coloration in the clouds of Jupiter are caused by upwelling compounds that change color when they are exposed to ultraviolet light from the sun. The exact makeup remains uncertain, but the substances are believed to be phosphorus, sulfur, or possibly hydrocarbons. These colorful compounds, known as chromophores, mix with the warmer, lower deck of clouds. The zones are formed when rising convection cells form crystallizing ammonia that masks out these lower clouds from view. Jupiter's low axial tilt means that the poles constantly receive less solar radiation than at the planet's equatorial region. Convection within the interior of the planet transports more energy to the poles, balancing out the temperatures at the cloud layer. The best-known feature of Jupiter is the Great Red Spot, a persistent anticyclonic storm that is larger than the planet Earth, located 22 degrees south of the equator. Latest evidence by the Hubble Space Telescope shows there are three red spots adjacent to the Great Red Spot. It is known to have been in existence since the year 1831 and possibly since the year 1665. Mathematical models suggest that the storm is stable and may be a permanent feature of the planet. The storm is large enough to be visible through Earth-based telescopes with an aperture of 12 centimeters or larger. The oval object rotates counterclockwise with a period of about six days. The Great Red Spot's dimensions are 24 to 40,000 kilometers by 12,000 to 14,000 kilometers. It is large enough to contain two or three planet Earths in its diameter. The maximum altitude of this storm is about eight kilometers or five miles above the surrounding cloud tops. Storms such as this are common within the turbulent atmosphere of gas giants. Jupiter also has white ovals and brown ovals, 
which are lesser unnamed storms. White ovals tend to consist of relatively cool clouds within the upper atmosphere. Brown ovals are warmer and located within the normal cloud layer. Such storms can last as little as a few hours or stretch on for centuries. Even before Voyager proved that the feature was a storm, there was strong evidence that the spot could not be associated with any deeper feature on the planet's surface, as the spot rotates differently with respect to the rest of the atmosphere, sometimes faster and sometimes more slowly. During its recorded history, it has traveled several times around the planet relative to any possible fixed rotational marker below it. In the year 2000, an atmospheric feature formed in the southern hemisphere that is similar in appearance to the great rotten spot, but smaller. This was created when several smaller, white oval-shaped storms merged to form a single feature. These three smaller white ovals were first observed in 1938. The merged feature was named Oval BA and has been nicknamed Red Spot Junior. It has since increased in intensity and changed colors from white to red. Jupiter has a faint planetary ring system composed of three main segments, an inner torus of particles known as the halo, a relatively bright main ring, and an outer gossamer ring. These rings appear to be made of dust rather than ice as with it is, it is with Saturn's rings. The main ring is probably made of material ejected from the satellites Andrastia and Metis. Material that would normally fall back to the moon is pulled into Jupiter because of its strong gravitational influence. The orbit of the material veers towards Jupiter and new material is added by additional impacts. In a similar way, the moon's Thebe and Almathy probably produce the two distinct components of the dusty gossamer ring. There is also evidence of a rocky ring strung along Almathy's orbit which may consist of collisional debris from that moon. Jupiter's broad magnetic field is 14 times as strong as the Earth's, ranging from 4.2 Gauss at the equator to 10 to 14 Gauss at the poles. 
making it the strongest in the solar system. Except for, of course, sunspots. This field is believed to be generated by eddy currents, swirling movements of conducting material within the liquid metallic hydrogen core. The volcanoes on the moon Io emit large amounts of sulfur dioxide, forming a gas torus along the moon's orbit. The gas is ionized in the magnetosphere producing sulfur and oxygen ions. They, together with hydrogen ions originating from the atmosphere of Jupiter, form a plasma sheet in Jupiter's equatorial plane. The plasma in the sheet co-rotates with the planet causing deformation of the dipole magnetic field into that of a magnetodisc. Electrons within the plasma sheets generate a strong radio signature that produces bursts in the range of 1 to 30 megahertz. At about 75 Jupiter radii from the planet, the interaction of the magnetosphere with the solar wind generates a bow shock. Surrounding Jupiter's magnetosphere is a magnetopause located on the inner edge of the magnetosheath, a region between it and the bow shock. The solar wind interacts with these regions elongating the magnetosphere on Jupiter's lee side and extending it outward until it nearly reaches the orbit of Saturn. The four largest moons of Jupiter all orbit within the magnetosphere, which protects them from the solar wind. The magnetosphere of Jupiter is responsible for intense episodes of radio emissions from the planet's polar region. Volcanic activity on the Jovian moon Io injects gas into Jupiter's magnetosphere, producing a torus of particles about the planet. As Io moves through this torus, the interaction generates alphan waves that carry ionized matter into the polar regions of Jupiter. As a result, radio shock waves are generated through a cyclotron Mazur mechanism, and the energy is transmitted out along a cone shaped surface. When Earth intersects this cone, the radio emissions from Jupiter can exceed the solar radio output. Jupiter is the only planet that has a center of mass 
with the sun that lies outside the volume of the sun, though by only 7% of the sun's radius. The average distance between Jupiter and the sun is 778 million kilometers, about 5.2 times the average distance from the Earth to the sun, also known as 5.2 AUs, and it completes an orbit every 11.86 years. This is two-fifths the orbital period of Saturn, forming a 5 to 2 orbital renaissance between the two largest planets in the solar system. The elliptical orbit of Jupiter is inclined 1.31 degrees compared to the Earth because of an eccentricity of 0.048. The distance from Jupiter and the Sun varies by 75 million kilometers between perihelion and aphelion, or in other words, the nearest and most distant points of the planet along the orbital path, respectively. The axial tilt of Jupiter is relatively small, only 3.13 degrees. As a result, the planet does not experience significant seasonal changes. In contrast to Earth and Mars, for example, which do. Jupiter's rotation is the fastest of all the solar system planets, completing a rotation on its axis in slightly less than 10 hours. This creates an equatorial budge easily seen through an Earth-based amateur telescope. The planet is shaped as an oblate spheroid, meaning that the diameter across its equator is longer than the diameter measured between its poles. On Jupiter, the equatorial diameter is 9,275 kilometers longer than that of the diameter measured through the poles. This translates to 5,763 miles longer. Because Jupiter is not a solid body, its upper atmosphere undergoes differential rotation. The rotation of Jupiter's polar atmosphere is about five minutes longer than that of the equatorial atmosphere. Three systems are used as frames of reference, particularly when graphing the motion of the atmospheric features. System 1 applies from the latitudes 10 north to 10 south. Its period is the planet's shortest, at 9 hours, 50 minutes, and 30 seconds. System 2 applies at all latitudes north and south of these. Its period is 9 hours, 55 minutes, and 40 seconds. 
System 3, was first defined by radio astronomers and corresponds to the rotation of the planet's magnetosphere. Its period is Jupiter's official rotation. Jupiter is usually the fourth brightest object in the sky, after the Sun, the Moon, and Venus. At times, Mars appears brighter than Jupiter. Depending on Jupiter's position with respect to the Earth, it can vary in visual magnitude from as bright as minus 2.9 at opposition down to minus 1.6 during conjunction with the Sun. The angular diameter of Jupiter likewise varies from 50 to 30 arc seconds. Favorable oppositions occur when Jupiter is passing through perihelion, an event that occurs once per orbit. As Jupiter approached perihelion in March 2011, there was a favorable opposition in 2010, September of that year. Earth overtakes Jupiter every 398.9 days as it orbits the Sun, a duration called a synodic period. As it does so, Jupiter appears to undergo retrograde motion with respect to the background stars. That is, for a period, Jupiter seems to move backwards in the night sky, performing a looping motion. Jupiter's 12-year orbital period corresponds to the dozen astrological signs of the zodiac, and may have been the historical origin of the signs. That is, each time Jupiter reaches opposition, it is advanced eastward by about 30 degrees, the width of a zodiac sign. Because the orbit of Jupiter is outside the Earth, the phase angle of Jupiter as viewed from the Earth never exceeds 11.5 degrees. That is, the planet always appears nearly fully illuminated when viewed through Earth-based telescopes. It was only during spacecraft missions to Jupiter that crescent views of the planets were obtained. A small telescope will usually show Jupiter's four Galilean moons and the prominent cloud belts across Jupiter's atmosphere. A large telescope will show Jupiter's great red spot when it faces the Earth. The observation of Jupiter dates back to the Babylonian astronomers of the 7th or 8th centuries BC. The Chinese historian of astronomy, Kai Zizong, was claimed that Gan Di, a Chinese astronomer, made the discovery of one of Jupiter's moons in 362 BC 
with the unaided eye. If this is accurate, this would predate Galileo's discovery by nearly two millennia. In his second century work, The Almagest, the Hellenistic astronomer Claudius Ptolemaeus constructed a geocentric planetary model based on difference and epicycles to explain Jupiter's motion relative to the Earth, giving its orbital period around the Earth as 4,332.38 days, or 11.86 years. In 499, Arya a mathematician astronomer from the classic age of Indian mathematics and astronomy, also used a geocentric model to estimate Jupiter's period at 4,332.2722 days, or 11.86 years also. Well done. In 1610, Galileo Galilei discovered the four largest moons of Jupiter, Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto, and they are now known as the Galilean moons, using his telescope, thought to be the first telescope observation of moons other than the Earth's. Galileo was also the first discoverer of a celestial motion not apparently centered on the Earth. It was a major point in favor of Copernicus' heliocentric theory of the motion of the planets. Galileo's outspoken support of the Pecurnian theory placed him under the threat of the Inquisition. During the 1960s, Cassini used a new telescope to discover spots and colorful bands on Jupiter and observed that the planet appeared oblate, that is, flattened at the poles. He was also able to estimate the rotation period of the planet. In 1690, Cassini noticed that the atmosphere undergoes differential rotation. The Great Red Spot, a prominent oval-shaped feature in the southern hemisphere of Jupiter, may have been observed as early as 1664 by Robert Hooke and 1665 by Giovanni Cassini, although this is disputed. The pharmacist Heinrich Schwab produced the earliest known drawing to show details of the Great Red Spot in 1831. The Red Spot was reportedly lost from sight on several occasions between the years 1665 and 1708 before becoming quite conspicuous in 1878. It was recorded as fading again in 1883 and at the start of the 20th century. 
your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.